When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Touch fucking. For them days. For them days. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Rubber Report podcast. My name is Andrew Watson. I'm joined by Michael Dunn. We're here in the Hilton Garden Inn after Sunderland have drawn 1-1 with Coventry. Uh, Mike, what do you take of that? Then? I, I, it's hard to be too disappointed with the result, to be fair, and you know, considering second half performance, I actually was really impressed with Coventry. Um, I think they passed us off the park, to be honest. We probably put a lot of energy into that first half. Uh, we pressed them really well from the start. Uh, created a lot of chances, you know, Pritchard, Embleton, Stewart really pushing their defenders back. And we're winning a lot of second balls in the middle of the field. I think we just tired into the second half mm-hmm. and Coventry just really took control of the game. And, you know, you've you got to realise as well that Coventry, they're a well-oiled machine at this stage in comparison to us who are just starting out. Um, so you, you can't really complain. I thought they had some really good footballers as well. So, you know, we're not in League One anymore. We're not going to smash teams like no, we did before. It was refreshing actually to see a team come here and play. You know, that's what I really like. I mean, it, it is a step up. The football's a lot quicker, you know, but I mean, we got off to the perfect start, didn't we? I mean, we pressed so well. Um, and then, you know, in the, in the 12th minute, across from Lyndon Gooch, superb wing oh, really, player yeah. for. And then Jack Clark getting on the end, sort of perfect start for us. Wasn't it? A lovely yeah. goal. I was, uh, I was half disappointed because I had first goal scorer, Stuart, and I saw it going over oh. his head. I was like, yes, money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Clark. Clark and Gooch really both started well. They, again, they were, they were getting up the wings from the very start as well with Sirkin. Uh, and Gooch's cross was unbelievable. Like, it was pinpoint on Clark's head. And to be fair, I wasn't expecting Clark to finish that with a header like he did, but it was a really good start. And uh, it was pre- we probably deserved it because we did really start well. Uh, and we, sh- we pressured Coventry at the start. And, but you know, after that, they did come into the game a little bit as well. And I think they hit the bar... Yeah, the first half as it was well. A great save. You yeah. watch it. It was a save, yeah, was it? Saves, yeah. it's a fantastic save. Um, but no, yeah, we, on the balance of play, the star, of course, it'd be a great goal from Clark, and we definitely deserved that. Mm-hmm. I thought we'd probably try to kick on. You know, obviously, Eddie mm-hmm. Hamilton, Dan Neal, I thought, was superb in the yeah. middle. Um, Corey Evans thought had a little bit of an off day. You know, he, he lost the ball quite often, yes. but. Um, you know, but we, we pressed, we tried to get another goal. You know, Jack Clark seen an effort saved. Yeah. Um, we had one that, would, that just went over the bar. But I thought overall in the first half, we were, we were well on top. Um, we strictly commentary to that long range effort, which, you know, it was an, it was an excellent save yeah. from Patterson when you watch it back. But on our first half performance, I thought, was, you know, a really good high press. We were always going to run out of energy, though, weren't yeah. we? So, you know, when the second half comes in and... Currently, pretty much bossed the second half. We looked a little bit tired, don't we? Look as if we maybe needed two or three more bodies. Do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I did think today, especially um, in that second half, we lacked some of the midfield. They just could control the tempo. Yeah. 
from the very side I think we had an early chance through Hamilton and then Stewart had one a few minutes after that but after that really Coventry bossed it and we were kind of falling back more towards our goal and you could see that even though create, uh, Coventry weren't creating so many chances uh, they just bossed the game they controlled the tempo and you just thought it was a matter of time but we definitely need someone in midfield I thought especially when Embleton went off for 9 to be honest I just felt O'Neill was chasing shadows around yeah. that second half he just looked completely off the pace talk to us a bit more about that substitution because I thought that was a bit of a weird one and now yeah. you know I think Alex Neal since he's come in has pretty much got everything right but I personally would have bought Corey Evans off you know I thought yeah. he was the one out of the three that Definitely. was struggling fair enough if Elliot Hamilton has said I want to come off I'm tired or something like that but yeah. it looked as if there that, that substitution was a, a bit of a negative one and yeah. that we were like going to hold on to the one nil yeah. I, I didn't particularly agree with that one we, we lost sort of impetus in midfield there mm-hmm. someone who could hold the ball because up to he went off I genuinely thought Hamilton was nearly mad at the match for yeah, me I thought he was having a great totally game totally unless agree. maybe there was an injury or he was wrecked or something but he was linking the play well and he was like getting the ball out to the wingers that um, basically to be honest O'Neill can't do that game it's not his style of play so I don't think it was a straight swap sort of and as you said it was a bit negative when you take Embleton off we lost that someone who could get on the ball uh, and then it's more surprising the context that uh, we took Pritchard off as well who's our extra another man who can link the ball up so we sort of lost anyone who was an outlet for us to, to get the ball to the wingers up to Stewart so we naturally we just sort of defended more and more with uh, O'Neill and Evans and Dan Neal in midfield so I thought yeah as you said it was a strange one at the time but maybe there was an injury or something we don't know mm-hmm. about but to me I thought Edmonton was having a really good game today yeah. and he was that link man for us between the midfield and the attack yeah. um, so it, was, it definitely made a difference when he went off I totally agree that he was my man in the match before before he got substituted off we'll talk about well we'll talk about their horrendous miss <laughs> uh, you know, I actually that. forgot about it <laughs> <laughs> I mean obviously I mean I think it's a mix up between Patterson and, and Neil I'm not sure Neil's wanting the ball at all no. not expecting it he's, he's tried to you know, knock it out wide they've intercepted and if all's to Matt Goddard who you know that's his meat and drink you know he's a poacher yeah. and he, he puts it wide I mean that was a massive let off not even wide it was blazed over yeah. the bar like <laughs> yeah. it wasn't even close I thought, yeah, obviously Patterson, he went short to, to Neil um, and he was giving out that no one gave him a shout. I could see him giving out, I think it was Danny Bath and, and Patterson saying no one gave me a shout from behind. He said in the WhatsApp group, who's at fault for that? A few lads are saying Dan Neil's fault. I think the keeper needs to be looking who's, like, you know, you, yeah, keep, keeper can see, can see better than, than Dan Neil yeah, can yeah. see, you know. So if Patterson can see there's someone behind Dan Neil there, he should be playing that ball. It mm. should be going long, but has to or to the wings. Um, yeah, I felt... I. I I can't believe he got missed that chance. I, I would have <laughs> nailed on him scoring that. Uh, so we, we got off with that one, but uh, it was it was probably a wake up call for us. But we didn't really even wake up too much no. after that. You would have thought that would have been something to give us a bit more impetus, get get forward more. But no, we just sat back even more, and mm-hmm. it just invited Coventry onto us. I mean, apart from that, though, we didn't really give them Not a too many chances, opportunity, no. did we? I mean, their goal we're going to their goal now from Gokares. It's I mean, it's a nice goal, to yeah. be fair. You know, I know Corey Evans and Luke O'Neill can probably look back and think Chasing they probably should have done a little bit better, yeah. yeah. But he's put he's pinged it in the bottom corner. It's a wonderful finish. I mean, it's far... You know, it's, he was going into our stand, giving the biggins to our crowd, yeah. and then, you know, we'll talk about what the commentary fans throwing flares into yeah. there, which is absolutely just ridiculous. But, you know, a nice finish, but about that, which was probably a goal that he made himself, yeah. that we restricted him to not many chances, and, and we've obviously created quite a few. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, for me, I think it's quite a pleasing point. You know, um, I'm, I'm not going to get down hard over no. one one against a good side. Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong now. I probably sound very negative to start giving out about the second half more. So, no, but we did create a lot of chances, and um, we sort of, yeah, I think it was just that goal came. 
was probably well deserved. And but he was he was probably their best player today, yeah. along with um, Hamer midfield. Yeah, I liked him. Um, but like he he was creating something out of nothing. And I see this is the sort of players you're going to come up against now this year in comparison to last year. You'll have players like this who can do something out of nothing uh, and finish a goal like that. So I mean, in fairness to him, great goal. Uh, midfield wise, yeah, as I said, I referenced already on nine. I just think he was off the pace. He he didn't like I saw him skip by him. I was like, this is going in. You know what I mean? Like it's. Oh, no, I couldn't even get near him mm-hmm. but yeah like it was a well-deserved goal and just some, the thing about the Coventry fans as well was disgraceful now and it's not the first time they've come up here and acted like that do you know what I mean no. it's not the first time they've done this and it's, it's times like this where you start questioning is it, is it right having the away fans above, above the home crowd there because I mean we can't control what they're going to do and Coventry fans should be really ashamed of themselves because it's not on they obviously come up here thinking it's like a derby match and that, but yeah. we, we couldn't give a shit about them to be no, honest. No, exactly. No, I'm, I haven't got a clue, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it happened the last season, season before, where we yeah. restricted Portsmouth fans. Yeah. And I think that's going to have to come in now because that's the second time that they've done that. You yeah. know, and yeah. it's, it's not on it. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want Sunderland fans to do that down there when we go down there. You know what Absolutely I mean? Absolutely not. No, you um, But yeah, it's their big, it's their big day. So you know, we'll let hope them they have. enjoyed it. Now, yeah, yeah, hope they enjoyed it. You know, they're on the way home. They couldn't beat us, so you know, never mind. Well, we're talk. We're We'll talk about the positive side of things. I thought, you know, I'm going to you know, set up some players that I thought were excellent. Obviously, Elliot Hamilton, we've gone over. Brilliant. I thought Dan Neal um, looks more of a championship player than he was League One. Suits him better, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, seems to. Gets a bit more time, doesn't he, yeah. to do what he does. I thought Jack Clark was excellent. Um, Lyndon Gooch, Danny Bart thought was excellent. And, and, and Ballard, young Ballard, his, his debut, what did you make of him? He's up against Scott Perez, who is a very good uh, championship striker. So I thought he did cope, cope quite well with him. Ballard's very solid, really, really solid. And I was very impressed with him. Um, he's quite composed in the ball. Like, I mean, I'm, I was talking to an Arsenal fan before and he says distribution isn't great, enough, but mm-hmm. I actually thought it was okay today. Yeah, yeah. He didn't lose the ball a lot. Uh, he, he wins those one-on-ones most of the time. Um, and he, he, as you said, he was up against Godin and Gierke as two really good uh, championship players and he, he didn't look out of place at all. The only thing, I, if I was going to be really uh, critical or hypercritical, about maybe just on the on the turn, his pace isn't so good. And I suppose with him and Bat, you'd be a little concerned if he came up against two speedy strikers. Yeah. Um, they could burn them. But no, to be fair, Bat is very solid. I also thought Jack Clark was brilliant. I'm, been, I've been writing on the on the side a few times through the summer. I just think he's a really cracking player. Yeah. I think we could have a steal here this year if, if he maintains the form he's shown. I know it's only the first game, but he showed it last season as well. He's just so direct and he's a great outlet for... Um, for our team if we're under pressure he, he doesn't run at, run at the defenders uh, distribution sometimes could be a little bit better but no he, he could be a really good find for us this year um, and other than that Daniel you said was great as well. I actually thought Sirkin had a decent enough game yeah, as well he linked it well with Clark I mean, Clark with a good partnership uh, don't yeah, yeah. And, Gooch, and Gooch of course we said already did really well and he, he doesn't look like a bad right back you know he's, I sort of like that the game's in front of him and he has that, that space to run into with the ball because um, that's sort of what he's, that's sort of what his strength is is being direct and going at defenders so yeah like I mean I wrote a half time I don't think anyone really had a bad game by Corey Evans possibly um, you, can't, you can't be too despondent after no. that like. no like I say it's a first game against a good side who I think will be up there you know yeah. there or thereabouts I thought we held our own and, and if we can finish off a couple of them chances you know made it we, we each got a second goal that was game yeah, over wasn't it absolutely I was quite pleased about you know our, our football our one touch especially in the first half yeah. was excellent football so I think all in all it's it's something we can we can look forward to this season I think I think we'll be you know a, a nice mid-table finish we're not going, I mean, it's, yeah, we're not it's going always down. Sunderland it's always yeah. Sunderland <laughs> it's never easy you know what I mean it's the ball you, you add a couple of additions in there you know obviously Nathan Broadhead's been heavily linked yeah. we get to see Sim you know I think he's going to be a good signing so 
I think all in all, you've, you've got to be pleased that a draw was a fair result, wasn't it? You know, Absolutely. we've got to, you know, kind of take our red and white glasses off at some yeah. point and just say, look, that was a fair result, really. I think and that, bang on. And that's it. Like, before the game, if you said one all first championship game back, you take it. Mm. And it was the other way around, and Coventry went 1 0 up, and we got the equaliser, you'd be more than pleased with the result. Um, I think it's just maybe, as you said, we created so many chances in the first half that we could have got that second goal yeah. and killed the game off before Coventry got on top when we, we tired in the second half. But no, I think there's a lot of positives to go into this season I don't think for once he mightn't go down he might have a safe mid-table season I think might most people will take that season, yeah. I, I think we'll take that though I mean, I've been supporting the club 36 years I've never had a boring season so I would take that now you know, I really yeah, would you I know. Absolutely I'm a little bit older than Michael you see so you know um, one last thing I want to talk about the ref um, you know I think he thought he, had, he was having his big day um, you know told his wife he was going to be on Sky so he decided to wear an Alice band which I've never seen before. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure with Frankie asked Danny Collins ever seen the referee wear an Alice Band, Frank, uh, Danny. But um, he was poor, wasn't he? You know, especially yeah. in the second half. I thought a lot of their they were getting quite a lot of the 50-50s, and Ross Stewart, bless him, was getting his shirt pulled off in the yeah. second half and never got a free kick in against him. I thought, to be honest, I thought Stewart coped well with you know with all that. Yeah. You know, he never kicked off anything like that, but. Hopefully the standard of refereeing does improve. I don't want to talk about referees at all, to be no. honest, but he was poor, I thought, today. I was just talking to my mates before the game and we were saying, God, the good thing about being back in the Championship now is that we'll actually have better standard of referees. But I don't know if this fella just came from League One with us because he was, he was really poor second half. He got, as you said, he got a lot of the 50-50 calls, right? There was a few times where Ballard and Bath especially were very tight to the, to the, the forwards. They weren't like hacking them down. They were holding their, they were holding their strength up against them. But lads were falling and the, the referee was just giving the free straight away and then the opposite side um, when Stewart was getting the shirt pulled off him and like attacked essentially mm-hmm. he, uh, he, couldn't get, he couldn't buy a free I don't know he, he was a poor, poor performance but uh, I'm just sort of glad he didn't make a decision that uh, cost us any points today because there would have been uproar at the end of the match yeah 100% yeah but all in all you know, a good point you know like I say we're looking forward to the season Ah, we'll take it. We'll take I think, it. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's not much else to say. No, that's think, it. So we'll yeah, we'll uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, obviously, from myself and Mike, you know Mike's Irish. Good luck to the Lionesses tonight. Good luck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, best of luck to some of the ladies as well who are playing today in a, a game against Hibernian and friendly. So yeah, enjoy the football season again. We're good to be back. Take care, everyone. All the best. Well, I'm a golden idol, no. Well, I'm a hidden I'm Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.